and welcome to episode one of the UK DEA podcast. Each episode will be joined by a special guest to cover a different topic in the world of district energy. For this first episode, myself, Tom Woodward, the secretary of the UK DEA, will be joined by our chairman, Simon. And today we're going to talk about some membership benefits. Hello, Simon. How are you doing today? Yeah, not too bad, Tom. Thanks very much indeed. And uh, thanks for inviting me to speak at this first podcast. No worries at all. Do you want to give a bit of background to the UK DEA for those who might not be familiar with us? Yes. Hi, Tom. Thanks very much indeed. Most probably best to start off by introducing myself properly. I'm Simon Woodward. I'm the chairman of the UKDA. Um, I'm very pleased to talk initially about a bit of background and history to the UKDA. We were started in 2010, so that's now, well, getting on for 13 years ago by six founder members. And they felt that the sector wanted a voice for developing heat networks. Since that time, we've grown rapidly from our six founder members up to over 150 with 54 new members since September 2020. At the core of the membership are the full members. Those are the people who face the pains of developing district heating schemes on a daily basis and around the edge are the really important associate members. Comprising the associate members is people ranging from those selling products or services to those providing advisory services. Thanks very much, Simon. I think that leads quite nicely into the first benefit of the UK DEA, the collective network. Yeah, I think it's really exciting. Now that we've built the membership up to around 150 members, it's a really excellent opportunity for members to network together. And I think we need to talk a bit about member segmentation. So around half of the members are those organisations such as local authorities or ESCOs developing schemes. And the remaining 50% are those selling products or advisory services. So it's a very interesting split of membership. And it's a really exciting, interactive network of companies who can connect both internally and externally with stakeholders across the sector. So together, across those 150 members, we have about 500 individuals working in the sector who we correspond with. Thanks, Simon. Moving on to benefit number two, we've got the UK DEA Journal, which is arguably one of our biggest draws for members who are joining the association. Yes, certainly. Uh, it's, it's a really exciting document. We've grown it over the last few years. Typically, it's 40 to 50 pages. Uh, We had a bumper edition in February of this year with 75, packed with useful information about what's going on in the sector for members. It starts with a bit of an introduction for myself, uh, an interesting read for members, because I summarise everything that's been going on in the sector for the last month. We also have product spotlights, so those are where organisations have a particular product they want to feature, uh, can do so in the journal. Uh, We've also added a number of features recently, such as job vacancies, Uh, We've got member news, news for the sector, government, national news, many features and articles. And most importantly, each month we throw a spotlight onto a particular member in our member spotlight area where a member can talk to the sector about what they do and offer. And it's also just a good place to get good updates on the many UKDA events and initiatives. Uh, And if you become a member, um, then you're welcome to become featured in the journal. Thanks, Simon. And we've had a few new features in the last few months and one coming up soon. We recently added the mails you might have missed section where we summarise all of the emails that we've sent to our members over the last month or so so they can keep track of any news that they may have missed. And also coming soon is a section that we used to have in the journal called the Legal Spotlight where we put anonymous questions to our legal members for them to answer and we include those answers in the journal in case any other members are curious. So if you've got any questions that you'd like to put to our legal members on an anonymous basis, please do send them in. Moving on from the journal, we've got the UK DEA website and document library. Do you want to tell our listeners a bit more about that, Simon? 
thanks, Tom. Yeah, the the website is really the hub of everything we do as an association, where we talk to both the sector and the wider world. Um, at the heart of it is our member directory, where people can find out about our members and what they've been up to, and also the services they offer. Uh, we also have the jobs board, which we'll be talking about later, and the events calendar. Through our login area, we have a members-only document library, which has this is around 500 documents. It's growing every day. Um, I'm sure many of those will be interested to members and non-members, as many are extremely hard to find and they don't even publish them anymore. In, in, in reality, I was uh, having a chat with the government yesterday and it was quite interesting. They were saying, why, why are some of these historical documents not even available? And they were saying, well, the second they go out of date, um, they have to remove them from the website. And unless they can update them, they can't be republished. So they literally just pull them down and they don't exist anymore, even though maybe 80 or 90% of the documents are still relevant. So we really regard the website as the uh, UKDA Knowledge Hub. Thanks, Simon. Yeah, I'd like to talk a little bit more about a couple of those benefits that you mentioned that can be found on our website. So we've got the Jobs Board. This is where members send in their job vacancies and we publish them on the website as well as in the UKDA Journal. This is free for members and it's a public page so anyone can look at it when they visit the website. So if you have any job vacancies, please be sure to send them in and I'll put them online. Thanks, Tom. Uh, just to follow on from that, I think the uh, the jobs board is a really good benefit because it's free to members to use. So it's a place to find staff without paying an extortionate price through an agent. And I think it's also worth mentioning that any members who send in the jobs, they're also featured in the journal as well. Yeah, thanks, Simon. Yeah, that's a very good point. Uh, also on the website, we've got the UKDEA training register. This is another document that members can get involved in. So this contains all of the training courses that are offered by our members. Do you want to tell listeners a bit more about that, Simon? Yeah, sure. I mean, training is a really hot topic in the sector. Uh, people are struggling for uh, training courses that are appropriate for the district energy sector. So we felt the sector was really lacking a hub for training. So we've developed this document. We've currently got 25 members. They're offering training courses, over 100 training courses uh, in the current training register. Some of those, there's a cost associated with them, but, but most are free. Uh, whether you want to get training on a, how to install district heating pipe work or design systems or find out about particular products, it, it's a really good uh, knowledge base a document, really good thing that you should uh, certainly check out. Um, we update the training register every six months. So it's in April and October, so it's always refreshed. So if you're considering joining the UKDA uh, or your existing member, uh, please do send us your latest training courses. Moving on then from the work we do with our members to the work we do with other stakeholders in the sector, such as the government. Yeah, sure, Tom. Uh, in interesting uh, dynamics in the sector at the moment, and a new name as well. We're all used to uh, Bayes as being the name for the government department that uh, our sector falls under. Uh, it's currently been renamed as uh, or, or rebranded as a sub-department that's been pulled out, Energy, Security and Net Zero. So we, for the purpose of this podcast, will be calling that Essence. So yeah, Essence and in particularly the Heat Network team in Essence are an extremely important stakeholder for uh, the District Energy Association. I meet regularly uh, on a monthly basis with the Director of Heat Networks, uh, which will shortly be replaced by two directors, uh, one heading up policy and one heading up sector growth, and that's to discuss key topics and issues. And those are both in the sector and as, as raised by members. And then there's also the daily interaction that we have with uh, the uh, over 60 officials in the Essence Heat Networks team, um, and that takes place about a number of different issues, whether it's uh, resolving members' problems, discussing emerging policy, discussing existing policy, how it should work, 
and also the many capital grant schemes and support mechanisms available from the government. So that interaction with all of those officials is a really important benefit. And literally, even over the last few days, we've asked questions on behalf of members to people within Essence, and we've got a response immediately. And we talk about those interactions in the journal and also respond to members who've raised questions, get that question answered and get the answer back to them as quickly as possible to help them run their business. Yeah, it feels like over the past year or so, we've been in communication with the government daily on so many issues. Yeah, I think certainly since the uh, gas price crisis, um, it has literally felt like a daily interaction, whether it's through the um, energy uh, business relief scheme or the new energy bill discount scheme. Um, yeah, we're talking to them daily and trying to get the best out of what's on offer as part of that winter support package for members. Yeah, definitely. And that leads quite nicely into our next benefit, which is webinars and online events where we regularly collaborate with government on these, don't we? Yeah, it's interesting. We, we talked about holding webinars for many years, um, uh, but with the, uh, the lockdown and coming of COVID, we thought the time was right to do that particularly as we were relaunching the association. So in summer 2020, in the middle of COVID, we decided to start our first webinars. Um, those have been a runaway success. We typically see over 200 registrations uh, to our web webinars. And even with travel restrictions unlocking and people generally going back to their normal day-to-day -day lives, we see, people, uh, we see that people get a lot of benefit from webinars because you can join from your home, you can join from your office, you can join from anywhere in the world. And then, yeah, over the last uh, couple of years, we've had about 10 different webinars. Uh, they've ranged from one about planning to deliver heat networks, so the impact of the planning system on heat networks, to in two innovation event showcases. Uh, these are where members have been able to talk about their new products. But the largest one to date, interestingly, was about the practical application of heat pumps within district energy networks, so that was a really good one. Although we do try and keep them a bit lively, a bit contentious, so recently we held one on topic of ambient loop heat networks versus fourth generation heat networks and whether one was right or the other uh, extremely interesting event uh, we we always as the ukda we try and sit on the fence we don't want to give an opinion either way because we believe both camps have a, a, a valid view and we just ran through the options the benefits and the features of uh, those two different types of heat networks and also importantly um the um Webinars are now CPD certified, so anybody attending, whether they're a member, they're not a member, uh, they can pick up CPD accreditations for coming to the event. And then finally, our, our, our largest and most recent one was the role of local authority in heat networks, and that's well worth a watch on the UKDA YouTube channel. We pulled together a cast of 16 different speakers uh, to speak at that, and uh, that was uh, a very interesting debate about the role that local authorities should take, whether it should be a passive or an active role. Um, so, yeah. And we also run a number of internal webinars for members only, uh, such as the recent one we uh, ran on the winter support package. Good stuff. I'd also like to highlight to any members listening two upcoming webinars that we'll be hosting. So we're looking to host another event similar to our annual conference that we held last year on maximising system efficiency and optimising network performance. We're looking to hold another event similar to this. So if any members would like to take part, please do let me know. And also, on the similar lines of our Ambient Loop versus 4th Gen Heat Networks event, where we want to have two sides of an argument displayed for this webinar, we want to hold a chemical versus chemical-free water treatment webinar. So any of our members who'd be interested in speaking at that, please do get in touch. Yeah, Tom, I think that's a really interesting point to bring out. We, we try as the UKDA to pick up topics 
which have two sides and represent both sides of those topics so people can understand the issues, the pros and the cons. It's one of the things that we think is really important for us to be doing. We're not trying to shy away or hide from the difficult things. We should be exposing those to the, uh, the sector and be having an open and frank discussion. So that concludes the first episode of the UK DEA podcast. Please be sure to subscribe and rate us on your preferred podcast platform and we look forward to seeing you in episode two. There we'll be joined by one of our UK DEA members. If you would like to take part in a future episode and are a UK DEA member, please get in touch. We'd love to have you on. Goodbye from me. I've been Tom Woodward, Secretary of the UK DEA, and today I've been joined by Simon, our Chairman. And it's goodbye from me, uh, and thanks very much indeed for tuning into this first UK DEA podcast. We hope that you found it interesting and informative, and that you'll tune in to listen to future podcasts. Thank you. Bye-bye.